set aside, I've seen the experiment where you box up everything in your room and you only take out the things that you use for the next six months and leave those outside the box. So I think that whole attitude and idea of sort of experimentation uh, can go a long way because you can always go back to the way you were doing it if your life doesn't improve. Right, right. And it seems like, again, not everyone has to go and live in a, this, in a smaller house. But if we all lived in smaller houses, that would be more sustainable. Yeah, I think once you start rolling those things up, then uh, you, 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 start, you start to see the needle move. Is this somewhere where you think something is going to have to happen because, you know, at the current trajectory is just not sustainable? Yeah, I think things are going – something is going to have to happen because something is happening, uh, you know, with, with the climate and where things are moving down our current path. And this is really when you think about all the other sort of choices that folks have to make, you know, the, the idea of getting rid of your car or stopping, you know, stopping to eat sugar or meat or walking an extra four blocks to the recycling center – you know, moving into a space that is the size of the space that you would actually use, it doesn't, you know, seem like as big of a ask. And if enough people, I think, do that, experiment with it first and then make that decision, you know, again, we could see the needle move. I know, I know it's going to, it's, these are abstracts. So like, I'm just, this is more of a thought experiment that I'm looking for a definitive answer. But, uh, all the things that people who, you know, love the environment and they recycle and they try, maybe they try to eat less meat or whatever it is. Maybe they try to eat no meat. And these day-to-day things we do uh, that, like, you know, most people who are concerned about the environment do. Uh, if you roll those all up, do, is the impact of all of those anywhere near, like, what, would, what it would be like if we all just lived in these smaller houses? I doubt it. I think the impact of all those things would probably be greater. You know, if you got the world's population to move to a plant-based diet, it it would probably be bigger than an an impact. I've never calculated that. Yeah, it's a a magical question anyway. Yeah, it's a magical question. But, you know, it's it's sort of looking for whatever that low-hanging fruit is in terms of behavior change. And one of the things that's really great about sort of downsizing is very few people, quote, relapse, right? There's that book that was on the New York Times bestseller list forever, uh, the Marie Kondo book about the life-changing magic of tidying up. You know, she claims that if people really follow her system of downsizing uh, their stuff, that they she's never had a relapse. And I'll say myself, I did that. I used that book even after I moved in the dumpster. And <laughs> you, I cut you, my- Did you lay out your like seven t-shirts? And were yeah. You like, Which of these I, doesn't well, bring me joy? It's crazy. I ended up cutting the stuff in half and I haven't gone back. I mean, right now I live in a 400 square foot apartment. I share it with my girlfriend here in Austin and uh, I have three pairs of pants. I have three shirts and I'm pretty damn happy about it. Now, hold Uh, on. You've got a pair of pants for every shirt you have. I feel like I have three pairs of pants. I'm not even trying to try to get rid of them. I feel like you need less pants than shirts. That's all I'm saying here. Yeah, maybe the pant to shirt ratio. Yeah, I say get rid of get rid of one, maybe even two of those <laughs> pants. Get an extra shirt or two. You get through the week without doing laundry. Then, hey man, you know what? There's the things you learn on radio. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, Jeff, really interesting. I really feel like it's a a, a dimension of being eco friendly that a lot of people just like 
it isn't even on their radar. So it's really interesting to hear about it and hear you pushing it forward. Uh, where can people learn more about your work? So dumpsterproject.org uh, is uh, we, we're continuing that experiment. If you're an environmental educator um, or if you do work in sustainability, you can even apply to stay a night in the dumpster. Um, Which the, is still set up. It's still set up. When it's, was this? I actually don't know that we cover that. When, when were you staying there? Uh, so I moved out about a year and a half ago. I think it was February 4th, 2015. So it's still set up, not occupied every night, but if it's something you're interested in, you actually can go stay there. Yeah, folks stay there all the time. So you can actually apply uh, to stay there on our website. Um, and then Casita is just Casita uh, with a K, K-S-I-T-A uh, dot com. And then we've got various social channels uh, at Casita and at Dumpster Project. Cool. Jeff, thanks so much for talking this afternoon. Hey, it was a blast. Thanks so much. And, uh, you know, next time you walk by a dumpster up there in uh, New York where you are, give it a kick and uh, maybe I'll pop out and say hi. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if in New York you're going to do that, but uh, <laughs> I'll give it a try anyway. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, buddy. This Mental Floss podcast was brought to you by the all-new episode of Adam Ruins Everything, premiering tonight, Tuesday, August 23rd at 10, 9 central on True TV.